Welcome to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. I'm Kim, your host, and I play Flossie Lee. I have this little bucket and it has all of my little things that I like to use and it has a little ducky and a loofah. This is Chad, RGM. He plays Gideon Nyko and Wade. Could you please turn off these laser grids right now? This is Christy. She plays Rin Hudson. Oh, I, I told him I loved him. Here's James. He plays Hentog. This is literally the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. And Steve, who plays Dr. Arthur Ezekiel III. Please don't let me get shot by pirates today. We would also like to thank our dungeon maestro, Aiden Chan, for our fabulous new theme music. So we are going to get started on another episode of Chaotic Goodness. Before we get started, a few things. First of all, uh, thanks to everybody who subscribed to our show during our Nerdsmith subscription drive. It was very much appreciated. Yay! Thank you! you. And hopefully you guys are going to enjoy your free swag uh, sometime soon. Also, uh, this show is sponsored by World Anvil, Light Up the Forge, and Die Hard Dice, Roll with the Best. And make sure you use our coupon code console with Die Hard Dice and get 15% off your next order. Okay, now that that's out of the way, uh, we finished a cramped quarters uh, episode before, and now the planet Yordurn is in range. And if you all remember, this is where the duffel bag, well, the chips that are in the duffel bag, the personality chips. Souls. Yes, the soul chips are uh, from... This is their planet of origin. So uh, we are going to improv things a little bit, and I want you guys to fill in the blanks. So the planet's name is Yordurn. We already know that. Uh, I'm not going to ask any one specific feature. We're going to one specific person. We are going to uh, group think this. So what is an interesting feature about this planet that's known for its hyper-intelligent... Purple snow. I said an interesting feature, Steve. Purple snow would be really interesting. I'm not going to lie. That would be mildly intriguing. But So the mountains are purple because snow. Purple mountains, majesty? Yes. yes. Very majestic. All right. Has very low gravity, which means the mountains and trees, everything's tall and spindly. And the buildings. The buildings are very tall. The insects are ginormous. Sure. Insects would get big for a higher or denser oxygen. This is science fiction. Right. Operative word is science. No, fiction. Well, these are insect-like creatures. They've evolved in this atmosphere. What so. is, speaking of which, what is the name of this species that is the, the intelligent species of this planet? Interestingly enough, what we're describing basically happens to already have been submitted for our dice contest Yay, for April. Let's Yay, let's work. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know. It's kind of weird. Thank you, crazy fans, to participate. So this was submitted on Twitter by Wheel2E, which is the Wheel or Woe podcast. Yay, Wheel to Woe. And this submission says that the species is the Neonatalites. Neonatalites. And they are hyper-intelligent species of humanoids, which appear to outsiders as infinite, 
but refuse to be held hostage or treated like babies. Infinite or infants? Infantile. You know what? It it was probably intended to be infants. Fucking autocorrect. They're called neonatalites. Yeah. And the fact that the planet has low gravity, it looks like there's a bunch of babies just walking around. We could just put like sick in brackets right here and just change it to infants. Drooling on themselves, gumming things. Once the proximity alarms go off, uh, you know, hence all you go to the uh, the bridge of the ship, and I guess other people would follow. Uh, as you're looking at the planet, and the the scans are indicating things, and the you know, galactic encyclopedia comes up with information about the planet, it turns out that re- returning this duffel bag to this planet might be more complicated than we all thought. Why is that? Ooh, it's a forbidden planet, and they have like the planetary defenses on like over overcharge, and they want new one approaching because they're tired of outsiders coming there and mocking them for being infantile. So the planet is forbidden. So yeah, they won't they, let anyone in because they'll, they'll blow foreigners out of the sky. Yes. Okay. The sensors, the sensors go off, saying that this is a restricted planet, <laughs> and to expect uh, a, a large amount of uh, your expression is how I feel right now, Steve. Um, resistance. I'm aggression. going with resistance. How come that wasn't a warning when we plotted this course? Because our our ship is a bit glitchy. Our ship? No. Oh, Wade. Wade was a bit gr- glitchy, and so and now that now that the his core has been pulled, we have all the information. <laughs> That the the virtual intelligence is pulling from the sector net. Because the virtual intelligence cannot hate or love. It can only inform. Maybe it's missing a patch because Wade has been in its place for so long. And so it just didn't oh, yeah, get, I didn't get updates. Right. As soon as the missile detection systems go off. Then it announces <laughs> this planet is known <laughs> for <laughs> being a forbidden planet. Beware of incoming missiles in three. What was that in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? He's like, we appreciate your persistence. However... <laughs> Two thermonuclear yes! warheads have been launched towards your ship. Have a nice day. We're gonna stop right outside weapons range. Like I'll stop. Full thrusters, full reverse. <laughs> they are launching the planetary defense missiles at you, and so that is pretty long range. So you do you have anything that helps you dodge missiles? I'm pretty sure I do. Stand by. I mean, if I were going to invent a system of planetary defense missiles, I would want something. Ooh, can we can we feed off each other's piloting abilities? Oh goodness! Oh Jesus so Christ! One of you we have pilot. co-pilots for once. Oh no! So wait, which which one's the pilot and which one's the co-pilot? Well, I ain't so good at uh, combat maneuvers and stuff, but uh, I'm a real good navigator and uh, well, uh, precise maneuvering. Flossie, we need a gunner to shoot missiles if they get close. Yes, please. All right, we're gonna turn around and get outside the missile range and. Hope for the best. All righty, then. You hear her shouting, yeah, all the way up to the turret. Fuzzy likes shooting things. I, I noticed. <laughs> I'm going to go make coffee. Gideon uh, takes his place in the, in the helm at the engineering station. And Will Bilson just sits there rubbing his belt buckle. It's banana shape. Oh, yeah. Wait, what? He's got his, He's going to rub his banana. Holy fuck, Corey is wearing a banana-shaped belt buckle. Wow. 
It's like I'm taking crazy pills. Says the man who refused to watch Zoolander. Direct quote. Direct quote. I know. I watch. I see memes. <laughs> All right. If you can, if you can describe the entire plot of a movie using just memes, it is not a good movie. Bullshit. You describe Star Wars using just memes, bro. My meme game is on point. No. No. I, I bet you could. If any listeners out there think they can meme the entirety of Star Wars for me and make it a coherent story. By the end of the week, I got it. Yeah, you didn't say point by point. I can get point by point if needed. All right. I want to see it. All right. Bet. All right. All my, all the listeners are my witness. Why can't I add to things? I'm not doing two cannons to memes at this short We're already time. on number three if you include us. Four if I mean, you add Firefly. Thank you. <laughs> Five for Spaceballs. We Just could, keep going. We could do Firefly a meme, too. I mean, that's actually probably easier than Star Wars. Definitely shorter. So, Hantal, you're trying to get... Hantal is trying to get out of range of these missiles. I want you to give me a piloting check. And if you have anything that adds to... Def- Fences, that's important to know. Evasive fly. Uh, yeah, evasive fly. Okay. That's my primary one. And so that's going to add your your agility dice to the to the uh, defense of the ship. Yes, sir. All right. And what is your agility my agility dice, dice pool? pool is three. Three. Okay. So it's going to add three to the. Uh, uh. Wait, is it the, the dice pool or is it just t- three on top? Okay, so I'm not add rolling three additional no, dice. No, I'm rolling just and then adding adds. three. Perfect. Right. Okay. Twenty-one. All right. So you managed to to do some fancy enough flying and the missiles. Oh wait, do I get an augment by my co-pilot? Does he give you bonuses to dice rolls? If we're co-piloting together, like he's like, no, go this way, go that way, and I'm pulling the fancy maneuvers. He's like, they're coming in from the left side, and I'm like, all right, go right. If you could do a group roll, you can do a group roll, and he adds an extra d6 to his roll. Hental adds a d6 to his roll. Another two on top of it. Yeah, you dodge the uh, one missile, one thermonuclear missile. Yay. And let's see, the other missile. Oh, yeah, you dodge both missiles. Uh, Flossie, the missiles go shooting past the irritated badger. If you would like to open fire at them, you, you can betcha. Do so. Okay. Is she firing missiles at our missiles? No, no, no. She's in the the turret, so she's firing lasers at the missile, which is metal as fuck. If I ever get a van again, I'm painting that on the side. Chad, this is a reminder to add some heavy metal music to uh, to the background here. Yes, make it so. Um, all right, so that's two plus what attribute? Gunnery? No, attribute. Oh, uh, agility. Agility. Okay. 14. You managed to blow up one missile in space. So so the badger rocks slightly as a missile is detonated close to it, but not enough to do any damage because the ship's tough. She's rugged. And, you know, radiation already exists out in space, so it's okay. All right. So, uh, Hantal, you are out of range. How are you two going to approach getting on this forbidden planet? Well, I would imagine they have some form of communications apparatus set up so they can receive messages. You want to try hailing them? Yes. Okay. With a picture of the chips that are souls in the bag. Just go big or go home off the bat. Yeah, that doesn't look like a ransom message. Uh, we need your help. 
we found a thing. We're pretty sure it belongs to you. Uh, do you want it? So when you open a hailing channel, it's uh, it's you know, the holographic display activates, and it looks like uh, like a pre-recorded message saying, "This is a forbidden planet, but you are violating our sovereign space, and you will be blown out of the sky." And it just goes on repeat. I push zero to talk to an operator. But the the hologram, it looks cute. It's like like a cute little baby talking to you. So I boop its nose to talk to an operator. Nose boops. Your hand goes through it. Oh. You shake your keys at it. A hologram does not look impressed. I'm going to ask the hologram flat. Are you a recorded message or are you a virtual intelligence? And the message just repeats. Just repeats. So it looks like all of the, the defenses and everything is just automated. Interesting. Well, can this thing do a uh, wide That's range, exactly a wide band communication? Yeah. Just on every frequency we can imagine and send well, through the message? The Badger does have a pretty sophisticated communication suite. Let's do that then. Hey, Gideon, you're smart with stuff, right? Thanks, honey. <laughs> what do you need? To let them know we have a bag of souls that belong to them <laughs> and maybe stop shooting at us. Let them know we got... 200,000 of their people on board. Okay. What am I beaming the message to? Anyone that'll receive it in this area? Because all we're getting is this really cute baby that doesn't like my car keys. All right, well, let me... Blast it out on every band. I tried to boop its nose. It was unimpressed. Let me make a... All babies like nose boops. Truth. (laughs) Nose boop. That's a medical fact. Hashtag science. All right, let me... Let me make a sensor scan first and see kind of... Where, what my options are here. He got a 32, so... Okay. All the options. Right, so, Steve, what would be the most obvious place to beam a communication to on this planet? So we can't see from space the signs of civilization? No, no, no. You can see extremely tall buildings, like, reaching out, because, I mean, it's low gravity on this planet, so it, it kind of pokes out through the cloud cover. The, the obvious answer is the largest, densest cluster of buildings is going to have the, then by design the highest. Ooh, what if we shot like a neutralized density. warhead at him so it didn't go off, it just came in and crashed like an asteroid causing untold casualties with the message hidden inside. Or we could send a communication that doesn't explode. It's probably a better idea. Safer bet. But right. I claim plan Z. Right. So so based off of the the sensor readings of the area of the planet that has the densest population it could possibly be the capital of the planet maybe possibly who knows could just be the largest city so gideon is going to open a a communications channel to somewhere in that vicinity hopefully somebody starts listening in and uh let's see so gideon is going to that was the sensor sweep he's going to roll to see how how on point he is with directing the communication. You got this, baby. Thank you. Not in front of the crew. <laughs> Don't shame our love. He got a 49. So it goes exactly so it goes where to the president. it needs to go. It goes to the president. The pre- sure, whatever. We don't we don't know what system of government this planet has, but sure, probably. The king? So Gideon, he just Emperor? does a couple of... Empress. They overthrew the patriarchy. Empthring? So Gideon does a couple of keystrokes and a little chime beeps at your uh, your console there, Hental, and Gideon says, well, the channel's open. 
Hey guys, we got a bunch of your people on here, um, like 200,000 to be exact, and they're in these nifty little chips, and we stole them from some criminals, and we're trying to bring them back so they don't have to suffer. Uh, do you want them? <laughs> Who is this? What is your designation? Wait, sorry, sorry, these are... Uh, Adorable neo- babies. Neo-nated. Who is this? <laughs> what is your designation? Softer palette. <laughs> what is your dis- I don't- <laughs> No, go... Go super deep like Barry. All in. Who is this? <laughs> they talk. They're a little baby. <laughs> you know, I really like that. It's a little baby with a cigar. Right. <laughs> Who is this? What's your designation? Listen up, motherfucker. I'm break the law. <laughs> I am the law. <laughs> We're going to. Sure. We'll just, we'll just go with that. <laughs> a surprisingly <coughs> surprisingly deep voice answers. <laughs> Juxtaposition's the best. Uh, my name is Hentall. I'm with the uh, Irritated Badger. Um, yeah, we may or may not have broken up a uh, criminal trading thing that was trafficking in chips that hold people. It's weird. You want to back? <laughs> so we don't know what to do with them. <laughs> Not gonna lie, we might have thought about pirating them to help save our AI, but that seemed morally corrupt. So, and there's Gideon, like you, stop just talking. stop. Oh no, just, we're running with stop. it. Full no. transparency. Full no. transparency. And at this point, a uh, they have to understand the severity of the situation. Stabbed uh, him in the chest. A holographic <laughs> no projection springs up again on the bridge, and it's a different looking kind of baby. I mean, babies all kind of look the same. This, this one, has, one is. This one's got a comb over. Yeah, this, <laughs> it's got a comb over. It's, it's like a big cigar in its mouth. And a glass of bourbon? Yes. 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 <laughs> I can relate to this baby. So like big head, small body, you know, in a chair. Top big head. eyes, small mouth. Waddles. Different game. Oh, look at that little <laughs> glass he's got there. I feel weird dangling my keys in front of this one, but I'm resisting the urge. <laughs> oh, looks kind of angry. <laughs> Where did you find these chips? What planet were we on? Uh, the planet of the Heckworm. No, he found it. Oh, yeah. Where'd you find these? We sites? haven't named it. Oh. We never named the no, planet. It was an uncharted world. Oh. The world was unknown, but the name of the criminal enterprise that was trying to get their hands on it was... We came up with a really cool name at one point. Did we write it down? I do not. <laughs> no. Of course not. Do we ever take notes? No. It wasn't Cam Twan. That's the bounty hunter. For the the criminal enterprise. Oh, yeah. I picked him up at the Ad- Admiral Sputum Inn. Oh. We're going to... The Admiral Sputum Inn? That's, that was at the name of the bar, but what was the name of the gang? The Sputineers? I don't think that was it, <laughs> but what's it. wrong with it? <laughs> this podcast is fucking over. And thus chaotic goodness ended. Not with a bang, but with a whimper. <laughs> and covered in sputum, apparently. Apparently. Yeah. All right, Overrun you know what? by sputineers. Fuck it. We're just going to lean into it. So the sputineers. So, <laughs> so are these people who shoot sputum like musketeers? You're, or you're already putting in more sputum. thought ah. into this than the rest of they us. They pirate have. in sputum, thus sputineers. Somebody's so. got to put thought into this. So, baby with a cigar and bourbon, who I appreciate <laughs> due to your beverage selection. Quick, baby's name. I Dewey am not Cox. a baby. Oh, oh, wait, hang on. Uh, <laughs> well, hang on. Let's see what we have to work with here. 
<laughs> okay. All right. I got we're we're good. So the babies, their names to us sound like things that we're oddly familiar with. This baby's name happens to be Al K. Seltzer. <laughs> You're fucking killing me. <laughs> this is brought to you by the Instagram account. I do this ironically. I do this ironically. Yeah. I need you to know this. This is important. <laughs> do I have your attention? Please listen. Please. My appreciation for you cannot properly be articulated. The emotions I'm feeling, and I'm dead on the inside. I'm going to therapy to fix that. The emotions I'm feeling right now, I cannot explain, but thank you. May I bear thank your you. children? I would. If it, were, if it were scientifically possible, I would do it. This is, I love you. I love you. That being said, Sir Al K. Seltzer, we we hijacked these chips from the Sputineers. There's a sentence. <laughs> we 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 couldn't allow two hundred thousand innocent souls to be taken for nefarious purposes, the likes of which we do not know. We felt morally obligated because we're good people on this crew <clears throat> to return them to their home from whence they came. So, also, the folks we sold them to were kind of ornery and didn't want to pay. I like how the number of people that's in the stuffel bag keeps shifting. 200,000. Isn't that what it's been the entire time? No, yeah. first it was 10,000. Was it 10,000? No, now it's 200,000. Yeah. yeah. They, they multiply like rabbits. It, it's a... <laughs> They're quantum locked. More. It like keeps going. Have, there was like a hole in the lining and they keep falling One of them's behind. a pocket universe. That's what's happening here. There's actually a pocket universe they're, they're, full of these things. They're apparently multiplying like fruit flies, actually. Yeah. Yeah. All right, L.K. Seltzer, what you got for us? That, that is Provost L.K. Seltzer. Provost L.K. Seltzer. I apologize. I did not get your title in the message delivery. It must be in here somewhere. Is it under these keys? Probably, it's probably etched under the side of the missile they fired at us. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> you tell the the neo the neonates uh, neonatalites. The neonatalite right. provost <laughs> where the chips came from. And so Hensall, give me a luck roll. What? I don't give, like any give, of this. Give me a luck roll. We'll see whether or not it's a good or bad thing that you brought them here. Seventeen? That's like almost the max of my luck. So I can't do any better. Don't judge me. So the provost. Hold me, Gideon. The, the provost says, say that again. How many and where did you find them? 200,000 from the Sputineers. What do these chips look like? I'm going to grab one and hold it up. Like It looks just like this, but there's a bag of 200,000 of them. You've returned them. Oh my goodness! This is this is this is great. This is wonderful. Because we're not monsters on this crew. <clears throat> Gideon's like not all of us. Only in the bedroom. <laughs> Gideon's like, okay, you just need to stop that right now. Don't edit that out. <laughs> stop. No. <laughs> oh god. No. Um. So. Okay, so the provost says, this, it's wonderful that you returned them. However, all of our systems are automated, so if you try to land, you'll be destroyed. 
well, do you guys have ships that leave the planet without getting destroyed? No, we're an isolationist culture because people think we're cute and call us babies. Someone tried to use me as a human shield once. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about that. It's horrible. It's terrible news. What kind of monster would do that? Much less to somebody they think is a baby. Like, that's doubly fucked up. I'm sorry you had to deal with that. The prejudice in this universe is just disgusting. I mean, that is those are our, our greatest minds on this world. And we, we were using them. They were calculating a way to save our planet from a horrible calamity. Well, glad we have them all. And we're here to return them. And we need to figure out a way through your magic system. Idea. We defense. load them into a missile and we just fire them at oh the planet. Oh my god! Don't, don't <laughs> shoot that missile. Down. All right, bad so, idea. So I like where your head's at. All right, I do. I like the intensity. I like the creativity. I like how it piggybacked off my earlier Plan Z plan. I like so how we'll, we intercom we'll, that from the coffee machine. We will. We'll consider that plan Y. Let's find a plan that doesn't involve the inevitable destruction of these chips that we're going to be praised for returning and maybe can use the leverage to save weight. Um, is, is there a back door thing into your system? No pun intended. Honk, 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 honk. <laughs> Mr. Seltzer says, I don't understand what you're saying and why are you making those weird sounds i honk habitually i can't help it honk it sounds serious you should get that checked out i tried didn't work out too well there's a bad dream involved i'm still recovering anyways um can we like how shit you got smart people there can't you like come up with a way to get us through can't you turn it off have you tried unplugging it and plugging it back in? The people who created this system are currently on your ship. Well, shit. <laughs> no, no, no. That means that we can talk to them here. Can we, though? We've got to, there's got to be designed somewhere on SectorNet for a uh, server All right. column. I've got a crazy I mean, idea. They're basically like SD cards, right? Well, yeah, exactly they have the like software SD to cards. read them. We should be able to pull them up and talk to them and whatnot, right? We just need the right software. Yeah, if we had the right software, and, get, and this is Gideon talking, he's like, I, I try, I put, I made like a, a tiny little array that I could plug a few of them in, but it was, they were, these are very complicated pieces of machine. I mean, this is from a hyper intelligent species. I mean, our the technology we have on this ship. A lot of it's not compatible with what they have. I mean, they're light years beyond what we have. Hey, Provost, Prefect, LK Seltzer, sir, do you guys have readily available the technology needed to interact with these chips? Because obviously your technology is vastly superior to ours, as you can see by this lovely, lovely communication setup we have going on here that's only working because we have a genius. Yes, they only um, need to be plugged into the central database. Like ours or yours? No, ours. Oh. Our, all of our most intelligent minds are plugged into our, our central computer core. Is there a way that we can transmit the data, because that's essentially what they are, from one of these chi uh, chips through this comm channel to one of the chips over there so that we can yeah, get just get one before it fries communications? Then you guys can, like, you know, we'll, like, do a data transfer thing, which I know they did, kind of like LimeWire, but, you know, in the future. And <laughs> Gideon does say that... You know the the state of your, the technology that you have in the ship. The transfer speed it, it would take decades to transfer one chip. 
Well, we tried. So we're just going to go ahead and uh, put him in a missile. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Right. And so uh, I want you, Will, since facing is random, I want you to give me a luck roll. All right. Ooh, wait, that's an attribute check. I inspire you. You get to add a D6 to it. All right. Let's see what we got. 20. All right. So the ship lands upright. Yay! Yay! On its skids. And Hental actually remembers to put the landing gear down. Ah! <laughs> So what happens is the, the jump Close drive. Close the intake vents. The jump drive engages. There's there's a momentary whir um, of misery. Yes. There's like this poor thing has been pushed too far. Yes. A very a very uh, brief moment of time where she's a harbor chick. It's a very brief period of time where everybody feels extraordinarily nauseated, and it's not a pleasant feeling. There's uh, that big boom of the ship landing on the planet's surface and all the sensors indicate that the ship is on the planet the air is breathable but we didn't die yeah the jump drive is leaking something yeah so gideon is going to go god damn it (laughs) um that ability seems really power i mean because technically alpha centauri is within line of sight from earth no, no, not since they put the space highway in. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you can't see it anymore. Right. But even then, just the star is. So if you're right. looking at the star, you're going to land in the star. <laughs> <laughs> or near it. I mean. Okay. So everybody lurches around and just bounced around a little bit, and you are on the surface of the planet Yordurn. I'm going to contact the prefect again. Prefect? Provost. Provost. I'm going to contact the provost again. Prefect, provost, I got nothing. You're turning into a penguin. Stop it. Hey, uh, Al, we made it. I want to call you Al from now on. Don't. All right, Mr. Seltzer. Excellent. So you're on the surface. Wonderful. I will And send... alive. Yes, that's also good. I will send a party out to greet you. Now, any... Any comments about our stature or our abilities, and you will be vaporized. Can I get that on recording, please? There's people that aren't going to believe me of the severity of this. Okay. Uh, your ship system, you can just set the, the ship to remember. I'm going to put in one of those said. little like handheld holographic message carriers that we have because retcon reasons. Um, okay. All righty. Guys, don't call them babies. Also, no no key jingling. They will vaporize us. See? He just said so. I know they are. Don't. If you Listen. I get it, bro. But listen. I don't want to play fuck fuck games with a bunch of people that like are ready to vaporize us on site with superior technology. What are fuck fuck games? They're games that involve fucking around and fucking up. Fuck oh, fuck games. Makes sense. Okay. This ain't rocket surgery, bro. What he did was rocket surgery. Like, I learned something about military jargon. <laughs> There's also dick darts. Uh, what? You and a buddy sit across the room from one another with your <laughs> no, legs spread apart, no, no. and you put a lock in a sock, and you throw it at the other one. First one to get tagged in the dick loses. Me and a friend used to do that with dice bags. We called it Nadlob. <laughs> Nadlob is dick darts. Okay, But good. the nerd variant. Nice to know so it's you know what's up. The All right. military and the civilian side. There it is. Great. Guys are stupid everywhere. What the hell just happened? I think every group of young males all over the world 
in every culture throughout all of human history has found ways like to, each other to make nuts. a game out of hitting each other I in have the two genitals. brothers. We never threw anything intentionally at each other's dicks. But have you done it with friends? No. Well, then clearly you didn't grow up. <laughs> well, you about to. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> no. Here. <laughs> I don't care if they're soft. I still don't want them thrown at my nads. You'll get over it. Wow. You learned something about your cast members, huh? All right, good. We're all kind of weird. All right, yeah. So, uh, I'm so glad that went in different directions than I thought it was going to. <laughs> it's a fair question. I mean, honestly, your concern is valid. I get it. The name is very, very misleading. First one to wind up with a piercing loses. Uh. Dear God. Now I don't know if we should call this episode What Would Bill Wilson Do, Will Bilson Do, or Dick Darts. We're going to have two episodes, bro. Why not both? What would Will Bilson do? Question mark. Dick darts. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think we should put the word dick in the title of one of our episodes. D asterisk asterisk asterisk. Okay. Darts. D darts. D darts. So everybody on the ship gets the notification that don't treat these guys like babies. And you can disembark. Uh, Gideon has to stay back on the ship to get the the jump drive in repair. It's going to take it's going to take an hour of repairs. And who is leaving the ship? The face. I am. I am. Uh, Rin. So just Rin and Hental and. Can you leave the ship without making fun of their appearance? Yeah. They will shoot you, and I'm not going to stop them. I, 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 I will sacrifice you to the gods of saving Wade. I'll, I'll get it all out now before, before we're off the ship. And... I'm just waiting for Ren to go, oh, look, they're Cornish game people. <laughs> Cannibal <laughs> joke. <laughs> What's a Cornish They're fun size. Like, like a Cornish hen. <laughs> I know that. But does Ren know no. that? I see where you're coming from. The fuck is a chicken? Oh, right. It's a baby. <laughs> oh, God. In my belly. <laughs> the cannibal strikes again. Who are the people responsible for this wheel to woe? Oh, the neonatalites? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, wheel to woe, yeah. I love you guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, thanks I love so you, too. so much. Almost as much as I love, I do this ironically. <laughs> this is a serious space opera. <laughs> fuck it is. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. So you guys disembark. Serious. All of you disembark, except for Gideon, and you're greeted by a looks like a security detail. It's a bunch of Oh, tell me they're in mech suits. Small, tell me they're in fucking mech suits. <laughs> and all their babies in mech in suits. Bright primary colors, right? Right. Okay. So okay, okay, okay. We're gonna we're gonna do it like this. So there's a few that are in the, the big mech suits, but they're about the size of you know, a normal human uh, with like big baby head, big metal mech suit in bright primary colors. Some are baby blue. Others are pink. <laughs> baby blue. <laughs> Cockpit kind of yeah. looks like the Fisher Price car. Instead of uh, like those breathing masks that uh, people in uh, heavy machinery and cockpits are in, it looks like one of those pacifiers that like covers their face. And there's a couple of other guards that are not in mech suits. They are standing there. They all have uh, weapons, brightly colored weaponry, and they're all wearing uh, brightly colored onesies with little animal patterns on them. Except for the team lead. He's in overalls. Yes, he's in the Oshkosh Bagash overalls. They are doing this to themselves at this point. (laughs) This is is their culture. This is just convenient their culture. Why you got to judge? So you see this scene. And I want, I want 
everyone to give me a willpower roll. Uh, you can add some kind of skill that you know you can justify as keeping your composure, keeping your cool, biting your tongue, that sort of thing. I'm going to use one of my exploits that allows me once per day to substitute any mental attribute for any other mental attribute. Bluffing. And turn this into a logic roll. Hey, everyone gets a 1d6 added to their shit. Excellent. Five dice. And I'm going to add the luck of my own. Because I'm really having to bite my... Yeah, this is a very important roll. 16. 16. 30. 21. Wait, is everyone getting off the ship? I thought it was just me, Ren, and... Well, yeah, Bill. Everybody is disembarking from I'm Gideon. Terrified. Okay. I only have a dice pool of three. This is horrifying. Did you add Did the, you one the one from, from Oh, thank God you reminded me. Okay. Uh, you, you can, can add your luck. luck. And I can donate a luck if you need. Uh, you know, I'm going to add a luck. Do you need a donated luck? I, I'm at five. Well, if you use a luck, that means your dice explode. True. Kaboom. Uh, 17. Everybody succeeds. The threshold was low. The threshold was low, but it was very important to meet. So everybody manages to, to stifle themselves as just the, the adorableness uh, confronts you all. And the, the one in overalls tells you to follow, follow them. And you... He turns around and starts... Mother Russia, baby, lead you. Yankoff's been here. <laughs> Does like that toddler walk with, you know, their butt sticking out and just kind of, you know. Every now and then stops and like hips wiggle to regain balance and composure. Yeah. Keeps going. Here we go. Yes. They're hyper intelligent. Their bodies have atrophied some. So. Right. In the low gravity environment. Yes. In the low gravity environment. And actually, since it is low gravity, uh, everybody here when you step on there you feel a little lightheaded as the blood your more blood rushes to your head than usual but you do experience like a decompressioning of the spine you feel a little bit taller uh, any aches and pains kind of fade away and all of you are lighter it's springy and springy yes and your hair looks fabulous right okay uh, my pomade staying in place it holds it like a rock I'm a dapper damn man. The, the cowlick just gets worse. And so you all follow the the escort into the largest building on the planet. And uh, we will pick up in the next episode. Yay! Yay. And figure out what in the fuck is going on. Oh my gosh, look how they painted the building there to look like a castle. It looks like a bounce house. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by World Anvil. Light, Light up, up the, the forge. And use our code CONSOLE at dieharddice.com for 15% off your next order of dice. That's C-O-N-S-O-L-E. For information about this and other episodes, including show notes, social media links, and more, please visit our website at chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com. 
Want access to subscriber-only perks, such as bonus content, Discord server access, World Anvil partnership benefits, and other swag? Click on the donate link at nerdsmith.org for details. Thank you for listening to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. Come back next Monday for more chaos. Yeehaw! Welcome to WAND Radio. My name is Emmett. Whether it's your first year on campus or your fifth, I'll be your guide through this magical mystery thing called college life. Emmett, what are you doing in here? Uh, nothing. Okay, because this equipment is very expensive, and the university wouldn't like it if it gets broken. Remember, you, Rupert, and I are on in an hour. WAND Radio. For your magical listening enjoyment on nerdsmith.org or wherever you download your podcasts.